Somebody ought to praise him because you still have the activity of your limbs. You're still in your right mind. You're still living for God. You're still in the house of God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for Come on, one more time, slip your hand in the air and give him some praise. Woo! Clap your hands, all you people. And somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I have about eight people on the way to your seat. Tell them, welcome to Impact 2020. Come on, tell them, welcome to Impact 2020. Hey. Woo. If you're happy and you know it, somebody shout yes. Shout yeah. You almost got it. Shout yeah. Ain't nobody mad but the devil tonight. God bless you in Jesus' name. You can be seated. And I want to take just another brief opportunity to say welcome to everybody to Impact 2020. Fearless. We are so honored to have you in the house of the Lord. I've got just a couple of things I'd like to mention to all of our ministers and pastors that are in the building. Would you take a moment and just stand really quickly across this sanctuary? If you're a pastor, if you're a, a preacher, a minister, would you help me? Would you help me give a resounding applause and honor all of these great men of God? If you're a pastor's wife or minister's wife, would you stand with your husband? Come on, all the pastor's wives, minister wives, would you? Would you help me honor all of them in this house? We are just absolutely ecstatic that you would consider coming to Fort Myers, Florida to spend a few days here with us as we celebrate everything that the Lord is doing in this house. We've got something special for all of our ministers and, and your wife. If, if you're here tonight and tomorrow night, we are going to be serving you a meal after the service this evening and after the service tomorrow evening at no cost to you. And we invite you to join us after the dismissal of the service. To my right and to your left, right around that wall, there's a doorway that'll lead you into our, our area that we have prepared a, an, an awesome meal for you tonight and tomorrow. We'd love it if you would come and spend time with us. It's gonna be excellent. We're gonna have a great time of fellowship. And uh, looking forward to everything that God's going to be doing. We've got people here from all over the country tonight. Woo! We got people here from Washington. We got people here from California. Hey, California's in the building. We have people here from Montana tonight. Yeah. People here from Wyoming. Give it for Wyoming. Colorado's in the house. Arizona's in the house tonight. 
New Mexico's in the house tonight. All right. Texas is in the building tonight. I thought Texas would be louder than that. Oklahoma's in the building tonight. Woo. Indiana's in the house tonight. Illinois is in the building tonight. I was in the building tonight. Missouri's in the building tonight. Arkansas's in the building tonight. Louisiana's in the building tonight. Kentucky's in the building tonight. Tennessee is in the building tonight. They were waiting for that one. Mississippi's in the building tonight. All right, all right. Alabama's in the building tonight. Come on, Alabama. Let him use you. Let him use you. Good God from a burning bush in Zion. Georgia's in the building. All right. Virginia's in the house tonight. Virginia's scared. Don't be afraid, Virginia. We love you. North Carolina's in the house tonight. Woo! South Carolina's in the house tonight. Yeah. And Florida's in the building tonight. I think we all ought to go ahead and just give God a great praise tonight. Yeah! We're coming against Satan's kingdom from every corner this week. We came from every state to take back everything that the devil thought he could steal from us. We're getting our schools back. We're getting our neighborhood back. We're getting our city back. We're taking our revival I wish you would shout over your city. I wish somebody would shout uh, over your state tonight. Uh, I wish somebody would shout uh, for revival uh, in your church tonight. You ought to serve uh, a 30-second notice uh, to hell tonight uh, that this week uh, Starts a new chapter uh, of revival in a yeah. Hades in the building this year. Haiti. 
שרי, הייתי שרי. שק פסה. The Philippines are in the building this year. Mabuhai. Anybody ready for what God's going to do in this house tonight? Just remain on your feet. I've got one brief announcement concerning our itinerary. Tomorrow night, evangelist Cody Marks was scheduled to be here. But due to the passing away of Pastor Zach Wells' mother and the funeral arrangements, he will not be able to be with us. And we understand that in circumstances like these, sometimes unavoidable circumstances happen that we're not able to circumvent. And our prayers are with Pastor Wells and Sister Tiffany Wells and their family and extended family this week. That the peace that passes all understanding would keep them and keep their hearts and their minds this week. Amen. Amen. And so the family asked if, uh, if evangelist Cody Marks would be able to speak at the funeral. And so he will not be able to be with us. But how many of you are grateful for the sovereign hand of God that knew where we were going to be he knew when we were going to be there, and he knew exactly who needed to hear what from who. How many of you thank God for that? So tomorrow night, Pastor Wesley Jackson, all the way from Generate, Louisiana, will be preaching the word of the Lord in this house. And I promise you, the hand of God is, will be upon him as he ministers powerfully under the anointing of God in this house tomorrow. But tonight... We are forever grateful, and we look forward to the ministry of Brother Cornelius Williams on Saturday. No stranger to this house or this conference. Tonight, we're so excited that Pastor Joel Buxton is with us all the way from San Diego, Chula Vista, California. Pastor Buxton was one of our speakers the very first year that we had Impact Youth Conference. And uh, he was with us again last year. And uh, we just felt a continuity in the Holy Ghost as we closed out the conference last year and felt impressed that if it would be the Lord's will that he would be back with us again this year. And uh, I love this great man of God that is about to come to this desk he and I have been friends since I first got into church. I was a 14-year-old hood rat. My pastor, my bishop's here, he could testify. I was just a kid from the hood. I was the young person your mama didn't want you hanging around with. <laughs> she said, come over here, baby. Come over here, baby. And... Uh, his family was evangelizing at the time, and he was just a young teenager. When they came to Pueblo, Colorado to hold revival services, and the evangelist's son met the little new convert hood rat kid in the church. And, 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 and I'm not going to say nothing, but, but we had a connection <laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm going to say nothing past that right there. 
<laughs> but, but we instantly made friends. And you know, it's, it's a testimony when you have friends that are longtime friends. And it's a testimony when you can make new ones at the same time. He and I have been friends ever since I was about 14 years old. And I uh, have stayed friends through the years. And who would have ever thought that God would have taken our paths the way that he took them. And I, I love and admire this great man of God who has been used powerfully across the United States of America and across our globe. Has preached to thousands of people around the world and, and ministered powerfully to young people around the world. And we are just honored that he would lend his time and his anointing to this conference to be here again tonight. We understand that there is an eternal impetus. How many of y'all feel that resting in the building right now? There is an eternal impetus of the Holy Ghost in this house. And I believe that God has specifically handpicked this man to be behind this desk tonight. How many of you came with a deep hunger in your spirit? for whatever the Holy Ghost wants to do. How many of you are ready to respond to the word of the Lord and ready to let the Holy Ghost rearrange us tonight? One more time, would you lift your hands and your voices all across the sanctuary? Come on, as your hands are lifted, somebody open up your mouth and give him the fruit of your lips, the sacrifice of praise as Pastor Joe Buxton comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us tonight. Help me love them all over the house. Every hand lifted, every voice lifted. I want you to feel after him now. Come on, slip that hand up and feel after him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. What an honor it is to be in the house of the Lord. A distinct honor. I've never appreciated being in the house of the Lord more than the last few months. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Mm. I could be somewhere else tonight and so could you, but we're in the house of the Lord. We're in his house, in his presence. Amen. So it's an honor to be here Thank you to Pastor Williams. He is a childhood friend. And I smile because he's so good at having church. He just, he's churchy. And when he introduces you, you're going to cry, huck and buck at least twice, cry some more, and then shout one more time. I've never went to church with Pastor Williams and I didn't sweat my suit out. That's the kind of friend that he is and I love him with all of my heart. Amen. I do bring greetings from the People's Republic of California and its infamous leader, Governor Mussolini. And I'm just glad they let me come. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. And uh, wish my family could be here. Do give them honor. My three sons, 
Thane, Ethan, and Seth, the 3.0 Buxton boys. We love them. And my sweet wife, Aisha Buxton, her and Jesus is what get me through. And I mean that sincerely. I love her. And they're listening and watching. And also, I bring greetings, amen, and a challenge from the greatest church in the world, Hilltop Tabernacle in sunny San Diego, where we're still having church no matter what the devil says. Come on, somebody. We're still apostolic. I may lose some friends tonight, but the doors have never been shut. They've never been locked. We have in church. Amen. You know, I told somebody the other day, it's okay to feel convicted and still be friends. So you know who you are. Great honor to all the men of God that are here. Genesis 19, looking forward to the incredible ministry of some of my dear friends. Of course, Pastor Wesley Jackson. And uh, got to watch some Louisiana boys. They wild. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, of course, Brother Cornelius Williams. I love him even though he won't come preach for me. <laughs> Amen. One day when our church gets bigger and uh, we can raise a better offering, Brother Williams is going to come preach for this poor white boy. It's all right. Come preach for Fluffy, Brother Williams. Come preach for him. Genesis 19, verse 1. There came two angels to Sodom at even. Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, to meet the angels. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground, and he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in. I pray you into your servant's house, and tarry all night. Wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early, and go on your ways. They said, nay, but we will abide in the street all night. It's scary when ministering angels don't want to stay the night. We will abide in the street all night, and he pressed upon them greatly. They turned in unto him and entered into his house, and he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, Come past the house, round both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him. Lot was comfortable with them. And he said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. I want you to understand the gravity of this text. A daddy walks out the doorstep of a house in the city he thought he was called to minister to and says, I have two daughters. I want every dad in this house that has a daughter, I want you to let this come into context. I have two daughters which have not known man pure let me I pray you bring them out unto you and do ye to them as it is good in your eyes 
Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. It's scary when sometimes in ministry we, carry, we care more about reputation than salvation. You know, my affirmation doesn't come from hosting meetings and preachers, and, and that's a great thing. We need to do it. But my affirmation comes from my three sons. I'm going to just let that sit. Verse 15, and when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, and while Lot lingered, the men, the angels laid hold upon his hand. They grabbed him. And upon the hand of his wife, upon the hand of his daughters, Lot didn't lay his hands, the angels did. The Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him forth and set him without. One translation says they literally drug him out and threw him out. Matthew chapter 10. I want to make sure that in my text, I allow every hearer, every believer, every spirit of hell to know where I'm coming from tonight. There's a lot of talk in the season. There's a lot of things said. But I didn't come tonight just to echo the cliched words of the season. I humbly believe I come with a word from heaven. Matthew 10 and 1, And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. I'm glad the word has not changed. Verse 5. These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles. Go not in the way. Don't live like them. Into any city of the Samaritans. Be not. But go, hear this, rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Boy, my burden tonight is heavy. Don't, don't preach to the world tonight, preacher. You're going to have to preach to us. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you have received freely give. Verse 16. Behold, I send you forth the sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpent and harmless as doves. But be aware of men for they will deliver you up to the councils and they will scourge you, scourge you pardon, in their synagogues. Verse 22. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Preaching this to all the people that want everything to be right so we can have revival. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. I'm not worried about this season. I'm worried about eternity. 
Are not two sparrows, sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not therefore. Ye are of more value than many sparrows. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on the earth. I come not to send peace, but a sword. Verse 38, lastly. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life, he that protecteth his life, I'm not going to shelter in place, but I may shout in place. Thank both of you for that rousing response. He that findeth, he that, oh, I'm safe. I got it all. I got my bunker ready. I've got my food and my teepee. Probably shouldn't say teepee on HDR, but there it is. My Christ is bigger than your Charmin. I'm going to just leave that out there. He that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Oh, my God. And they overcame him, Revelation 12, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Our text is twofold. We read of Lot with the hands of angels upon him. And then we read the charge of what the church and its disciples are supposed to do. Tonight, by the help of God, I feel like tonight will be the greatest challenge of my ministry to deliver what God has placed upon my heart. But I feel my help in this house unequivocally and know that tonight a voice will be heard, the apostolic movement. Whose voice? Yours. I preach tonight on this subject, heaven in your hands, but hell in your heart. Heaven by the hand, but hell in your heart. Jesus, your word's anointed. All of Pentecost, the apostolic movement, is in a queue right now. There's, we're in a pause. Lord, I, I preach knowing I have no friends in this pulpit. I do not preach to gain influence and the favor, the murmurings of carnal mind that is enmity against you. I feel lonely but comfortable yet in your presence. Mighty God of glory, mighty God of glory, do what only you can do. Loose this atmosphere now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Loose it. We take authority. There's no infirmity in this atmosphere. There's no disease. There's no pestilence. Get us ready. Come on. He's getting us ready.
There's a new dimension. Somebody lift their voice with me before we preach. God bless you. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Tonight, I am declaring fully, with absolute totality, complete and utter war upon the enemy. Tonight, we are standing in the greatest open door that Pentecost has ever been presented with. We are living in the greatest year of revival that the church has ever lived in. This is not a bad year. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We are standing on the precipice of prophecies of old not just being revealed, but being fulfilled in this season. Apostolic responsibility is heavy upon us, but so is the battle. What a choice, what a decision that 2020 has presented to the church. Responsibility. It's not just a shout. It's not just a meeting anymore. It's not just a calendar where we shout a little bit and dance a little bit and call it revival. But the apostolic movement has a divine appointment with responsibility in the year 2020. No longer can we fake it till we make it. I'm preaching to backsliders. I'm preaching to lukewarm people. You got heaven in your hands, but you got hell inside of your heart. How long will you halt between two decisions? I've come to preach to somebody. You better make your call and your election sure, and you better do it tonight. We may never hear Brother Williams preach. Uh, Y'all don't want me to preach in this house tonight. We may never hear Brother Cornelius Williams break open the word of God. And Brother Jackson, he may come while I'm preaching. Galatians 5, thus I say then, walk in the spirit. And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary. They're, they're, uh, they're opposing forces, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. I'm preaching to people tonight, you feel stymied. You feel like you can't break through. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. When I get in the Holy Ghost, I'm not under the law of the pandemic.
When I get in the spirit like John did, he said, I was in the spirit and I saw the I'm preaching to somebody. You can be on Patmos, but if you can find an access into the dimension of the supernatural, I want to tell somebody you're going to see things that angels shroud their face because of how holy it is. I'm preaching to somebody if we're going to see Jesus, we're going to have to get in the Holy Ghost. If we're going to have revival, we got to get out of having church and get back into the kingdom. I'm talking about heaven in your hands, but hell inside of your heart. God has sent me to preach of a new season that is upon Pentecost, a completely new dimension of harvest. But a decision has to be made. We've been living in peacetime Pentecost for way too long. I want to I just inform somebody. Public service announcements is we are in an absolute no-hold-bards battle. We're in a war. There is and there will be casualties. See, we don't like, to, I'll have revival until somebody gets sick. Until so, I'm not being insensitive here today. But the Bible says that there is once a time appointed unto man to die. Let me just, let me just preach to you my testimony. If God's going to take me, it's already been settled and no disease can change that. No season can alter that. Why am I going to walk by faith? Because when he says it's time to go, that's when I'm going to go. But until then, catch me in the altar. Catch me. I ain't shut the doors. I'm not going into, into a sheltering place. No, no, no. This joy that I have and the world didn't give it to me. And the wow kept Some of you want to shout right now, but you're stuck. You got heaven by the hand, but you got hell in your heart. I'd have faith, but I don't want nobody to. I got to preach tonight. There will be casualties. There's always been casualties. The Bible is a bloody book. It is a book full of, of the demise, if you will, of early apostolics and those even before. People on the home team, the good guys are gonna, gonna take uh, uh, affliction. And, and even sadly, I say this with gravity, that people on the home team are gonna pass away. We're gonna have to talk about this tonight. We need to remember in this season, every message we have preached in peacetime Pentecost. We need to remember every song we sang when the sun was shining and it was picnic pinnacle. How come you don't want to sing that song you sang as you told you, man, we stomped the devil. I'm going to just tell you, I'm not going to just shout when we're in peacetime. I'm going to shout when we're in the trip. Can you shout in the trenches? Can you shout in the battle? Can you shout when you take a walk? 
I'm tired of fair weather Christians. I'm tired of fair weather preaching. Give me somebody that says, give me liberty or give me death. If they can say that about a country, what can you say about a city whose builder had This world's not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up. We need to remember. Remember our postures of battle? Man, ain't nobody going to ever tell me I can't worship. Ain't nobody going to ever. They can tell me, man, bless God, I'm, I got the Holy Ghost. I've done it too. I'm preaching to me tonight. Boy, it's easy at peak and, and whatever conference you want to call it to, to get excited and shout around the mulberry bush. But what about when they say you can't shout? What about when they tell you you can't go to church? I'm coming from California where it's still illegal to shout and to pray and to go to church. Not that we ever stopped to, to listen to it. No weapon formed against me shall. You're bragging. I'm not bragging. It's our reasonable service. Amen. To let a world know, yet there is a church. We will not bend. We will not bow. I've got heaven in my hands. I've got the word of God. I can run through the troop and leap over the wall. I'm not posturing. I'm preaching with a determination tonight. Let the church arise. Let apostolic Pentecost rise back to her place. Hallelujah. We need to remember all the messages we've listened to. Shall we sing a different song? Shall we preach a different message? I thought he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he's the same, my worship's the same. My preaching. I was taught my whole life, you don't miss the house of God, even if your head's in your head. Come on, somebody. It's time to get a hold of heaven and let go of hell and say, come what may, I'm going to have rev What are you going to do if you get sick, pastor? I'm going to shout in my room. I'll shout in the hospital, but ain't no devil in hell or out of hell going to take my prayer. What are you going to do if they get you? I'm going to get them in Jesus' name. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. We've had drones over our building. Three of them. I waved. I said, hi, Mom. I'm not bragging. I'm, I've got a revelation of this message that's been preached to me my whole life. Let a fifth generation... Preacher's kid, preach to you tonight. My whole life, I've been told I can do all things through Christ. 
That strengthens me. My whole life I've been told that faithfulness is the greatest attribute of a Christian. I've been preached to my whole life that we're the head and not the tail. I've come to tell this season, ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing gonna change. Well, you're going to offend somebody. I hope you get so offended, you pray your sorry tale through, and you hope. It's time to shout until hell runs. It's time to talk in tongues until your city knows there's still a bomb in Gilead. Every church here ought to lift the raptors off this tabernacle and let hell know. I will never shut up. I will never back up. And I will never give up. I've got heaven in my head. You know, Jesus didn't die to keep me out of danger. He died to make me dangerous. <laughs> I'm going to say that again for the tape ministry. He, he didn't die to keep me out of danger. He put his blood on me to make me dangerous. You come against me with sword and spear. I'm so dangerous, hell can't handle me. I'm so dangerous by reason of the blood and the word. Some of you, some of you got heaven by the hand tonight, but, 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 you know, when you walk through the valley of shadow of death, you, you got to get your swagger back. Because you're the baddest dude and dudette in the valley. You didn't hear me. When you walk through the valley, understand you have authority over the atmosphere. When you walk into that hospital ward, you have the greatest authority. I wish the church would get her keys back. I wish some of us would let go of hell and get a double-handed grip on the almighty, the internet, the all in all, the inner soul. Come on, we're not weak. The church, we shouldn't even be worried right now. It's go time. It's grow time. It's revival time. Come on, Pinnacle. We don't need 85 conferences to have revival. We're taking it to the streets. We're taking it to the highways and the byways. Jeremiah 12 said, If thou hast run with the footmen and they have wearied thee, how can you contend with the horses? Listen, this isn't even the tribulation. It, it may or may not be the beginning of sorrows. Or it could just be life. I know I, I'll probably lose some followers tonight on Instagram. That's all right. He verified me. How you doing? Hey, don't hate me because I got it like that. Come on, girl. You know what I'm talking about. I'll pop my own. I got heaven by the hand. Uh-huh. You know, faithfulness is not holding the fort. Can I preach this? Well, I, we're, just yet, we're just yet holding on. 
Baby, what, what, you need to let go of what you're holding on and get back into the hands of Jesus Christ. I know you're holding on. You just you ain't holding on to the rock that I was raised around. I know you're holding on, but you're not holding on to every promise. There's enough promises to fill every day. There's not even enough curses to go a couple weeks. But he said, my mercy is new it. When you got up this morning, there was a bucket of mercy. When you got up this morning, he said, I'm going to give you, amen, what hell wants to keep heaven by the hand. Well, I get this one too. Well, you're young. You know what? I guess. Thank you. I'm 41. I can preach this. Cops have been to my church eight times. I know what I'm preaching about. Listen, I, I, don't, I don't have to post it. It's all right. I'm not, no shots fired at anybody. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. You know what happened though at the end of it? The captain of our police department called and said, we just want to inform you that our official response to international media, and I'm quoting, I have it written down for all you haters. I got hell in your heart. You know what they told us? We have deemed you essential and your church. somebody God said I'll give you favor God said I'll be a door whether it I wish I had a couple apostolics that we walk by faith and not I'm not walking by the human mind I'm not walking by the intellect that's a carnal war against God I'm gonna walk in the wisdom of his word I'm gonna walk where demons fear to trip I'm apostolic from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I'm not a denominal believer. I'm a born-again radical, and I declare war on the enemy. All right, we got, we're getting there. Faith, faithfulness is not sing and hold the fort till he comes. The church isn't a fort. It's a city set on a hill. That, well, don't say nothing, because if they catch you on social media, catch me. Catch me praying. I'm going to just tell you, I'm tired of living in fear. I, can you hide this under a bushel? Can you put the church under some cloak of a... No. Let the church shine. Let her stand. If they want to go to church, they better know that there's still a church that is a church that won't quit me. You're being insensitive. No, I'm preaching eternal. When he comes, will he find us in the field? You know what faithfulness is? Faithfulness is storming the gates of hell. Faithfulness is getting back up after you got knocked down and letting the devil know I'm still standing. I get there. What, what about oh Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? What? We ain't bowing we, to the image. They don't even know what is and what isn't, but they want us to bow to it. 
Okay. <laughs> I only bow to Jesus Christ. I'm going to just preach. I, I, I'm not going to be cliche tonight. I'm going to preach to you what the last 30 days would not get out of my spirit. I don't care what your nationality is, what your background is. I don't care what your skin tone is. I don't care what your accent is. At the foot of Calvary, at the foot of Calvary, we are one body. There ain't no color in the church unless it be the red blood of Calvary. Come on, somebody. This is a Calvary church. This is a blood, because the blood still works. I said the blood still works. Hey. <laughs> I said the blood still works. This is a blood church where the red blood washed these old sins away, and I'm pure again. I'm going to tell you, if you want God to walk through the fire, you better at least stand outside of it. Thank you. The decree to bow to the king was as, was as injurious to God's people as the story of Daniel and the lion's den. You better bow or else. You, you better obey or else. Listen, we, we are not breaking any law. Amen. Not even constitutionally. But greater is the word of God. Amen. I've got legal rights as an American to do what we're doing tonight but even greater thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee if God before me then who can stand against me I want to preach to somebody we are not zealots we are not rebellious but we are authentic apostolics in word and in deed we've been baptized in the water we talked in tongues and when we got up our first words were hear O Israel the Lord our God is one Lord I want to preach to somebody it's time to fulfill the law it's time to fulfill the prophecy it's time for the church to get heaven back in her grasp I'm going to just tell you, I don't want to burn. So I figure I better start by not bowing. It's a spirit in the land today. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm eating on the airplane. My brother's got to eat. I had to socially distance to get on an aluminum Pringle tube with wings with 200 other people and breathe their nasty breath for four and a half hours, plus another two and a half hours just to get here. Me and the devil are gonna have words tonight. Just get you some chips, it'll make everything okay. Just eat some crackers and you don't have to. Some of y'all got more faith in crackers than you do in the Christ. Oh, well, I'm just trying to use wisdom. Let me just tell you, the human heart is deceitful above all things. I'm tired of human intellect. There's no such thing as human wisdom. His ways are far above our ways. 
If you don't want to walk by faith, give me your Bible back. If you don't want to walk by faith, give me your little suit back, you faker. If you don't want to walk by faith, give me that choir robe back. And give me your little Bible with your signature on it. I'm t- it's time for a revolt of the apostolic church to take the world by storm. Lift your voice like a trumpet and let the devil know if I die, let me die, but I'm going to stand. I got to preach. Satanic forces have been released upon this world. We're in a battle. It's not going to get better. I'm not being a pessimistic. I'm, I'm being a realist. How long are you going to wait to shout? To the election? I thought he set him up and put him down. I thought he was a jealous God. I thought he said, have no other God. Small G. People trying to have church without an altar call. You ought to fly to San Diego and let me pimp slap you right in the face and let you know he's still a healer. Oh, you shouldn't talk like that. You don't know the devils I've been wrestling since. You don't know the stress this preacher has had to live in when the cops have walked in my building eight times while I was preaching. They said they would arrest me. They said they were going to take me to jail. But the Lord, but the Lord, but the Lord, but. I got enough faith to charge hell with a mouthful of spit and let the devil know greater is he that's in me than he that's in the... Is your God greater? Is he still bigger? Or has he taken second place? Come on. Some of you need to get hillbilly mad. Some of you need to get homie mad. Some of If you didn't have them fake nails on, you could claw his eyeballs out, but I ain't even preaching about that. There's a spirit. Be quiet. Just be demurred. Just, just get through it. Let's, let's use, let's just get together and I'm not going to bring the Bible into it. Let's talk about what we can do for him. If my people, if my people, if, what a question. Some, some of you, you're going to have to answer the question tonight. Heaven, if, heaven in the hand. Hell in the heart. Well, I, I, I shout in the choir on Sunday, but don't ask me on Monday. Well, I was looking good at, at conference, and, and I was shouting, and I put my foot on the devil's neck, but, you know, I had, I had to keep my appointment with my past the next 
I'm telling you, God is moving the apostolic movement off of the fence. You're either going to be hot or you're going to be cold. But in 2020, there is a holy regurgitation of all of Laodicea. Oh, my Sakataya. I'm preaching to you. If you're a preacher, you better be red hot. If you're a worship leader, you better be red hot. If you're a saint of the most high, you better be red hot. Don't bend. Don't bow. You have to know your God. You have to know his power. You have to know his word. You have to believe he will go before you. You have to believe that no weapon formed shall prosper. I don't care what they hatch up in the next flu season. No weapon, no device, no infirmity, no disease formed. I wish I had a church that hadn't ripped that page out. By his stripes we If you got cancer, I'll pray for you. But if you got COVID, I'll pray for you because my God is a healer. I come against this spirit. I come against this shadow of the valley. We come in the name of Jesus and we're lifting a banner in the apostolic movement. It's time to get a hand back on heaven. He will hide you in his pavilion. He will hide you under his wings. My name is a scar upon the palm of his hand. My steps are ordered. He knows the way that I take. He is my source and my provision. He's my shelter. He's my strong tower. He's the propitiation. He's my peace. He's my prophet. He's the teacher. And yet he's the student. He's God all by himself. Infinite almighty one. Eternal all in all in us all. In from the beginning. But he's the altogether lovely. He's the apples of gold. And pictures. And you want me to give all of that up? To believe some reports from from some media uh, outlet that I've, I've never even known them uh, and I'll never ever hear from them again you want me to believe that over amen he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory heaven in your hand but hell he will not forsake us thank you sis he said, I'll never leave you. No. See, that, that's the problem. We think he's left us in the season, and this is the season we prayed for. Yeah, I'm going to preach that till you actually believe. God, we're going to have 20-20 vision. So you know what God did? He pulled the cover off of what we call revival and what we call missions work and what we call conferences. I'm about to lose some friends and influence here. I'm going to just tell you, God's sick and tired. Uh, peace, time, pinnacle. I don't mind getting in the huddle, but somewhere you got to run the play. Come on, somebody. It's time to put something up on the scoreboard. I'm tired of meetings. Uh, 
board-to-board -board meetings. Oh, come on, thank God for the, the, the wisdom of counsel. We're going to have it. But somewhere the church has got to release the prophetic word that was planted in her and let the devil know this is our hour. People rioted over three words. Three words. And the church won't shout over his. Thank you, Bishop. They shut cities down. They fired the chief of police of Atlanta, Georgia. Over three words. And we got, quote, unquote, half a stalics that won't shout over Genesis through Revelation. Do, you, do we need another message? Should we change the songs we sing? God forbid. God forbid. I believe the preaching I heard at junior camp. I believe the preaching I heard at senior camps and camp meetings. And I so not believe what my pastor, my daddy preached. He preached to me, you're the right hand of God. You're the church. You're the ecclesia. You're the called out ones. You're the only thing that God had, had to ever buy. Stand up, open your mouth some, and let, come on somebody, don't you be shallow. Don't you be quiet. It's time to declare unequivocally we are taking our cities back. We are taking our schools back. We are taking our government back. It's about to blow up in this house. There's going to be a shift supernaturally that comes upon men and women. And we're going to go home and it's going to be different. God uses words to create. Hell uses words to destroy. How come you, you keep quoting the wrong person? Did you see this article? I don't care about the article. Did you see this verse? I'm trying to be calm. Huh. Well, have you heard what's CNN? No, I've been too busy talking to the SON. What did you say again? Well, they said, they said. You know, that news guy's not gonna give a count over my soul. Oh, I'm sorry. You've been YouTubing yourself to death. Uh, don't even make me get on that. We say we don't watch TV, but we've been putting in the hours on the internet. Homie, I don't care if you pause it 12 times. It's still a movie, and it's still wrong, and I ain't even preaching about that tonight. I'm going to tell you, I got heaven in my hand, but I ain't got hell in my heart. You can have this world. You can have its mess. You can have its immorality. You can have its sin. Give me Jesus. He's the peace that passes all understanding. He's never been whooped. He's never been defeated. And even Isaiah said, to whom will you liken me? And compare me to make me, there's nobody like my Jesus. I got to get there. 
I gotta get there. All the people online are, they're hoping I'll be shorter than that movie. They're not supposed to be watching. They're getting back to their episodes. I wish we had as much faith in our pastor and the words of God out of his mouth as we did the media's preachers. Oh my God, we're all gonna die. No, you're not. Until God says nothing can happen. COVID-19 did not surprise him. He's the end from the beginning. He is Alpha and Omega. He's the A to Z, but he's the in-between. He, he's the midst. He's the betwixt. He's the in the press. I'm going to tell you today, this is the season that the church has always prayed for. But hell is lying some of you to death that you need to back up. You need to pull the brakes out of your car and throw it out the window. You need to assault the gas pedal. You need to stomp the gas pedal. Get your rearview mirror off and press for the mark. You need to run like David ran. You need to fight like the mighty man. Hear me. Samson had one more push. Esther had one more request. Bartimaeus had one more cry. Paul and Silas had one more song. The woman with the issue of blood had one more try. The demoniac of Gadara had one more worship. And Jesus had one more breath. This ain't time to quit. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to get in an airplane and fly over there. But, you know, it's okay to go on vacation. Was that out loud? Oh, oh no, oh no. But we... We can travel to another state. How about no? Uh, no way. No way. I'm going to the house of God. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood. Of Jesus, oh, the blood of Jesus, oh, the blood of Jesus, that washes white as snow. What are you going to do? I'm going to get back to Bethel. What are you going to do when they come? Bad boys, bad boys. No, this is the good boys. What are you going to do? I'm going to shout. Until the chains fall. Oh, you're just preaching. Nope. In the last couple moments, when I stood face to face with good men that had a job to do, and they put them rubber gloves on, I said, they about to hook a brother up. You know what I told them? I respect you. Here's my cell phone number, but you can come to church, but don't get out of your car because you don't want to violate the law, and you can't I'm preaching to somebody. I was raised for this moment.
You're not hearing me yet. You know why God's blessed you with ministry for the last 20 years? So you can bless his kingdom this year. It's time to invade our cities. It's time to invest all of our money. Come on. It's not time for 401ks and real estate. It's not time for a, a bunker of doom. It's time to have a crusade. When's the last time you realized your city was a mission field? Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. You think just because you get on an airplane and fly halfway around the world, the devil's scared of you? Devil ain't scared of no chump. You know what he's scared of? Somebody on the home front. That's the, I'm about to sweep my own porch. I'm about to clean my own. Okay, I got to preach. Whatever is stopping you is bigger than your God. Just saying. How, how come we will give offerings to others so they can live a life we won't? And call ourselves progressive apostolics. I'm telling you, this is my opinion. I believe God is shaking the apostolic movement because he is not happy with what we call revival and missions and souls. The church has been in the huddle for way too long. I'm not. I'm 41. I can preach what I'm preaching, and I'm not mad at nobody but the devil. I'm gonna just tell you somewhere you're either gonna be it or you need to hang it up and get out the way. The devil's not stopping. The devil's not having meetings. He didn't quit having church. Well, what about what about the lost? What about the world? What about? Yeah, heaven in your hands. Hell in your heart. I'm anointed. I'm, are you? Oh, you're the pastor of the church. Are you? Heaven in your hand, but hell in your heart. Hey, Peter, I gave you the key. You got heaven by the hand. But you better leave that sword of your heart. Got a word for us today. In 2020, the doves are for sale in the temple again. Yep. The doves are for sale. Well, you can just do this and, you know, it's okay. It's not okay. I'm preaching. They've already backslid by the droves. And, and I mean, I've had, I've had seasoned people tell me, what are you so worried about? I'm worried about people that are falling out of our pews, falling off of our platforms. Falling off the drums, falling. The doves are for sale again. I hear, I hear the chirps. A man of a of a bot Pentecost. I'm gonna just tell you, if it's not all, it's not anything. I said, if it's not all, it's not any. I didn't get the Holy Ghost to play it safe. I got the Holy Ghost to be the head and not the tail. This is what my elders preach to me. This, I pledge to my elders when I sign my license to never back up, to preach it in season and out of season. It's out of season because hell's got your heart. But for those of you that got a grip on heaven, it's church season. It's revival season. It's packed the building out. Gotta hurry. You... You know what the greatest attack on Pentecost 
And it's today that's ever happened to Pentecost is that now we can actually afford not to have church. We got enough money to go online. Listen, I've been to Ephesus. I've, I've been to them seven churches. They, they had church on the steps of Diana's temple. They lost their spouse on the way to church and the church multiplied. I'm going to lose a lot of friends tonight. That's all right. I got mama at home. and She's way better looking and smells a whole lot better. My bride by my side. Hey, glory. Lord, I better keep my eyes on Jesus right now. We can afford not to have church. Because we're so blessed now. We have technology now. Oh, you're be I'm not being mean. I'm pre I'm, remember when we used to believe that God talked to the preacher? Newsflash, he talks to other preachers too, not just me and you. It's your turn to decide. What are you going to do? Are you going to have church? Am I going to have church? Or are we going to suck eggs? They can walk in my streets. I better walk in my streets. I know, I know, that's, that's professional peacetime Pentecost doesn't like all of this stuff. I, I see 80-year-old people, this 80-year-old white dude gets knocked out at a riot. You've seen it too. He's out there throwing hands with the young bucks because he believes in something. And we got wisdom telling us to be quiet. I don't want the wisdom of this world. I want the wisdom of the book of Acts. And these were they that turned the world upside down. We're going to have revival in the courtrooms. We may have it in the jail cell, but I'm going to just tell you, hey, Nebuchadnezzar, you're going to say in my city, the God of Joel Thane Buxton is the God of San Diego. Come on. You know what decree I'm waiting for? You're going to his church. That's okay. I'm going to have revival while you sit on your lazy boy and put ho-hos in your face. We're going to pray them through. We're going to baptize them. We're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, you know, when Jesus comes back, will he find faith? Faith. This question is, huh? Not will he find a church. And a steeple, and the people, and the preacher. When he comes, not will he find a conference and a meeting, will he find faith? You know, Exodus 15. They, they shouted when God healed them and did miracles. Buried their enemies in the Red Sea. But in 14 days into their miraculous journey to Canaan, they begin to murmur. 14 days. You know what's crazy is that nobody starved during this pandemic. This church doesn't even know you're in a miracle. You're coming out of Egypt and you're going to Canaan, but you want your flesh pot back. I'm going to preach in this house. You got the taste of garlic and leeks in your face. I want to preach to somebody here today. I'm not going back to making bricks trying to have revival.
There's a city. There's a church building in my city. I already got my eyeballs on. You won't go in it. I'm going to take us in it. There's wells you have not dug. I want to preach to somebody. Don't be weary in well-doing. Get heaven in your hand and get hell out of your heart and run the race. Run, run, run. Don't look back. Don't stop. Don't slow down, but press. I had to preach. Moses brought the people. Sign it outside. Consecrate them to God. You, you, you know what? When the people saw God's glory, they pulled back out of terror. Catch this. They weren't in the fear of God. They were scared for their own lives. Are we not going to have revival because we're scared of our own lives? This is nothing new. <laughs> you know, when God came down, they realized they loved themselves more than his presence. Pentecost. I'm the product of you. You've raised me. You've preached to me my whole life. Today I'm sounding a battle cry. Today a 41-year-old preacher is tackling the greatest challenge he's ever tackled in his ministry. Hello, somebody. They told Moses, speak with us, but don't let God talk to us. Let, let, let's talk. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell somebody, you need to pray through and then whoop the devil. Listen, I believe there is, there is safety in a multitude of counsel as long as it's Bible counsel. Come on, somebody. Uh, you don't have the junior Holy Ghost. Acts 1 and 8, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost. When you got the Holy Ghost, you got it all. Well, one day, today is the day of salvation. You, you, know, you know what they told us? They said, you, sp you speak with us, but don't let God talk to us. Verse 19, Exodus. We, we want wisdom, but we don't want faith. I've had people say, well, 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 what are you, you going to do if they, if they come and take your building? Listen, I'm human too. I stayed up probably more nights than you did. Worrying about all of our people. Pastor, did you worry? Sure you did. Pastor, said, I'm talking where I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I got gray hair coming out of my eyebrows. Yo, I'm going to tell you, that's, that's rough. My eyebrows is worn out. It's okay. I didn't color them in. <laughs> Testing one, two. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm so apostolic, I don't need to dye my hair. Come on, somebody. Are you apostolic? You got heaven in your hand or you got hell in your heart? That's up to you, homie. Come on, somebody. I got to get there. What's the city going to do? And if we do this, the city's going to be on it. And then you can never get a permit. You can never build another building. Okay, so I'm supposed to quit. Well, well, you know, what are you going to do? I, I had them they tell them. They said, they said, you just need to, you need to use caution. Well, he sure wasn't cautious on Calvary. You better be glad God didn't shelter in place on you, sorry, tell. 
She gone. That's deep left. I'm preaching to somebody. He didn't hide. He got out of the tomb on the third day. He went back down into hell on your behalf and said, give me my stuff back. Come on, son. They had Azusa Street during the Black Plague, and they had a revival. This is nothing new for the church, but you know what's going to be new? We're coming out like gangbusters. We're coming out both barrels of blasting. We're coming out no holds barred. Heaven in your hand, but hell in your heart. Well, you're going to lose. What, what, what if you lose your income? I thought he was my provider. Sometimes I'm beginning to wonder about this book they told me about my whole life. Choose you this day whom you will serve. The gods on the other side of the flood. I'm apostolic from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I've been authenticated. I've been verified. Every good and perfect thing comes down from heaven, not the city council. He's the source of my provision. This is where a lot of preachers are going to be lost. They had heaven by the hand, but hell got in their heart. I'm going to just be bold tonight because I'm going to have to answer to God for this. You can take my building, but you have to give me your city. What are you going to do? I'm going to look him in the face and say, you come against me with sword and spear. I come against you in the unadulterated, mighty, magnanimous name of Jesus Christ. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be And at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee. Moses drew near and the people drew back. What a paradox. Moses feared, feared God so he was unafraid to walk by faith. You know, the people did not fear God because they were afraid. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm just so scared. Pray through. All right. I'm going to hit that one again. God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. Great peace have they that love thy law, and nothing shall bother them, offend them. I can shout in a jail cell. I can shout on the battlefield. I can shout when I'm up. I'm going to shout when I'm down. I'm going to shout when I'm healthy. I'm going to shout when I'm sick. Are you a worshiper or a responder? I'm a worship. I worship when doors don't open. I worship when the storms are raging. I worship when hell got a W. I worship because the battle's not mine. It's the Lord's. I got to get there. Do I have a little bit more time? 
Okay. I've been so convicted. My entire life we have taken, you know how we get up and take offerings at conferences and get that tear in our eye? Come preaching to me. Precious missionaries being persecuted, and they, they are and have been. Oh, church, they, I just, while in Africa a month ago, some of our dear pastors, the bulldozers came at night and bulldozed their church. They didn't quit. <laughs> and we get up and we pull on the emotions of North Americans. I mean, we sent money with uh, Pastor Copeland's church and some other churches, a couple in Mexico. The, the government said, if you don't have this money in 48 hours to take your building, we send them an offering. And we get up and we use emotions to take up an offering for a life we don't live. Oh, yeah. Let's be brutally honest. We've used emotion to take offerings. It's a great cause. We'll never stop. But if I can use emotion to take an offering, I better have enough revelation to live for what I'm taking up. Heaven in your hand, but hell in your... See, we're so blessed, we can give money and send it to people because we don't want to live like they do. They've had it worse than us, and they're having greater revival, and we have one little bump in the road, and we hung up our boots, our saddle, and our spurs. God forbid! They live in situations because they fear God more than men. And we support them from safe North America. If you can take the offering, you ought to be able to walk the walk of faith. Don't give an offering if you won't live it yourself. <laughs> That's why our missionaries are starving right now. You know why? Because we, we have debilitated ourselves into thinking we have to have conferences to have revival and I hope we keep having conferences but I'm going to just tell you today it's time to get back to the horns of the altar being gripped by men and women of God that do not fear man but they fear and reverence the almighty sovereign God who's a jealous God and will not be mocked you have heaven in your hand you're blessed but you got hell in your heart God help me remember every time I preached and got all wound up about what I would do to the devil. We are missionaries right here. The greatest mission field is right here. We have nations represented tonight. You know what God's doing? You know what God's doing to Pentecost? He's making us accountable. To the heaven in our hand. But he's also making us accountable for the hell that's been in our hearts. You better hear this preacher on a Thursday night. God's sick and tired of it. He ain't having it no more. And he's going to shake us. Some of you are going to get shook off. But some of you are going to get shook in. And shook. I'm preaching to some of you backslid. Fifth generation Pentecostal. You better get in it or get off of it. I'm tired of little pretty Pentecostal boys with your pants pulled up and your hair in your face. It's time to walk fearfully before God. 
Come on, somebody. You got you were raised with heaven in your hand, but you've been comfortable with hell in your heart. He's making us accountable for those offerings we take. No more hiding behind a mission trip where we get apostolic for two weeks and then take a three-week vacation and call it missions. You spent more on a jet ski than you did on souls and called it missions. You got heaven in your hand and hell in your heart. Yeah, I'm, I'm preaching to us preachers here today. It's time to put it all in the middle of the table. Listen, I'm not sure. Thank God for retirement funds. I'm so sick of Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey needs the Holy Ghost. You're not putting envelopes. My tithe and offering, homie. How about that? He is Jehovah Jireh, and he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, we ain't got nothing to talk about. If your name's not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you're not talking to me. Hope Corey, you better give me that blue shirt back. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm in for a dime, in for a dollar tonight. I'm in. You better, get, you better give me them badges back. You got heaven in your hands and hell in your heart. Caught between two seas. I'm anointed. I'm disappointed. I'm a preacher. I'm pathetic. I'm going to change the world. Till I get home and then I'm going to go back to do. I'm telling you, I'm about to start a shirt snatching business. Don't get uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you, give me that thing back. Get, God's going to give it to somebody that will go home and actually do what they said they were all a. Well, they're never going to invite you to another ITW. Listen, I'm not preaching for fear or favor. I don't have a vendetta. I'm here to let the devil know I've got the memo. And onward and upward, it's pedal to the metal. I'm not disrespecting anybody but the devil. The promises of God are yea and amen. There's no backup in God. There's no backup in the Bible. There's only forward. In closing, how come you don't have a crusade in your city? Heaven in your hand, hell in your heart. Lot, back to our text, he wasn't at home. Nowadays, it's okay to have a ministry away from your family in Pentecost. His little position at the gate meant more to him than his family and his future and his church. You know what's amazing? That when you have heaven in your hand and hell in your heart, you're still somewhat sensitive. The Bible says that he saw the angels. He saw them. Hey, you can, uh, hey, angels, come on in. You can come to my city where I've learned to be blessed and not have revival. The angels had a burden for the city, but Lot didn't even have a burden for his family because he had heaven in his hand. 
Tell his heart. He's sensitive enough to know it's an angel. But so carnal, he attempts to fight a spiritual battle. Hear me. A spiritual battle carnally. Not just carnally, twisted. Dysfunctional. Diabolical. He was so twisted. It's scaring me the counsel I'm hearing come out of Pentecost these days. Willing to allow his wife and kids to be hurt by what he was hiding from. It's amazing that even Lot knew his coveted position as leader of Sodom that led him to set in that gate wasn't a safe place. Sodom knew men of God were there. And Lot says, here is my future. Here is my daughters that are pure and undefiled. Lot said, come stay in my house. Come into my safe place. And the angel said, we didn't come to your safe place. We came to a city that's fixing to die and you don't even care. Because you have heaven in your hand. But hell's in your heart. Willing to argue with an angel, but acquiesce to demon demonic spirits, dripping with unnatural perversion. See, the dangers of heaven in your hand and hell in your heart is it'll change your value system. Hear me, young people. Hell's trying to sift you as wheat. There's no such thing as peacetime Pentecost anymore. It's over. Angels put their hand and pulled Lot away from what he sacrificed his family for. Pulled him away from what he thought he could control and was in control of. Angels had to pull him. They had to drag him. God help us. He was beyond hearing. Amos said in the last time, last days, there will be a famine of hearing of the word of God. Not a famine of preaching. But a famine of hearing. Angels are tugging on him. And he still wasn't listening. I don't have time, but I, I have to get this out of the spirit. You know why Lot was willing to send out his two virgin daughters? Because he had two other daughters he'd already given to Sodom. No wonder he was willing to do it again. See, some people now are willing to do anything just to keep their city happy and off their back. I will not sacrifice my three sons to my city. I will not sacrifice the children of my church because I'm worried about money in my pocket and the building that God has given me. And thanks be to God. 
I'm tired of being quiet. Don't say nothing. Don't post nothing. Don't do nothing. Don't, don't, don't unsettle anything. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Hey, world. He's still a healer. Hey, San Diego. He's still a marriage fixer. California, he's not dead, he's alive. <laughs> well, people are going to get upset. I wish you'd get upset because the devil is slapping you silly and you're letting him. Hear me. Heaven in our hand. Hell in the heart. His son-in-laws mocked him. You know, compromise never returns the favor. Sin. The favor of this world never returns its favor. The last 30 days I've seen preachers I've preached with they're not even with their, their spouse. They're not even with their kids. They're not even normal. And you, and, 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 and you want me to do what? They say that 40% of people will never come back to churches in America. And, and you want me to do what? And you want to talk about your 401k and your property and a building and what they're going to do? Oh, oh, God, what is wrong with us? What has happened to the prophets of all? Where are the women of God at? Now church kids and preachers kids and sanctified saints mock when they hear strong preaching. See, that's the danger of heaven in your head, but hell in your heart. We're so blessed, judgment and eternity don't mean anything anymore. <laughs> the fear of God must return apostolically. Are we willing to be so involved with, with ministry in the gates of the next conference to such a degree that our kids are lost because we're never home? Heaven in your hand, hell in your heart. Lot, you weren't in the ministry. You were into the mechanics of it, though. You were into the blessings of it, though. God's calling apostolic Pentecost out of mechanics. Back into mercy. My kids are worth more than a meeting. And while a lot lingered, I can't believe it. He had angels touching him, and a lot lingered. 
I'm begging somebody tonight. Run. Get out of that situation. There was people in the Twin Towers that wouldn't budge and they perished in pain. Preacher, you're overreacting. Just cash your check on Monday and go on vacation. Just chill. Just at that church, just do a little Bible study from your table. I, I haven't found that kind of preaching in the Bible. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at me. Get mad at this Bible you taught me to love. That's where we're at tonight. We're dragging our feet. We're lingering on the fence. What must God have to do? God, what do, you, what do you have to do to have revival with us? Do you have to have manna again? Do you have to put a, a, a little cloud over us so our sensitive little skin doesn't get sunburned in the wilderness of faith? Do we need the little hand warmers of welfare Pentecost? Because we don't walk by faith. We walk by assets. Emma, she called him all sight. And Lot lingered. He lingered. Too many preachers are lingering. The high priest lingered. You know why? He liked what he was doing more than what hell was doing to his family. He liked his position more than he hated what hell. I'm to hell is killing your family right now. What is it to go to a thousand conferences? Fussing amongst the brethren and our families and churches are lost? And Lot lingered. We've preached about mountaintops my whole life. You know what Lot wouldn't do? He wouldn't go to the mountain. He wanted the well-watered plains of Pentecost. See, in the mountains, there's clouds. You, you can't see. It's not always the vantage point. It, it's, it's attritious. But God always speaks on mountains. He gives law on the mountains. Uh, he gives us advantage in the mountain. Lot, you would not go. Pentecost, will you not go to the mountain? In the face of a pandemic, will we go to the mountain or back to the plain? Heaven in your hands. I feel like Pentecost is in a moment of destiny. We're at a crossroads tonight. What are you going to do? Tonight, if we don't change, we are bound to hear, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Oh, but I prophesy, I preach, I cast out devils. That wasn't the world. He said, you're preaching to the church. You can't cast out devils unless you have a revelation of who he is. Well, God, I wanted to protect the church. You didn't die for the church. I'm not my church's savior. I can't save them. I can't heal them. But I can't kill them either. 
Go to church. Go to church. Go to church. Open the doors and help church. Let's all stand. Peacetime, Pentecost, no risk. If there's not risk involved, there will not be revival involved. You know the temple that God wants? The temple of worship. David's temple. You know what's crazy to me? Is that Lot had two sons. Moab, the Moabites, Amnon, the Ammonites. I want to be very careful. I must deliver this out of my spirit. You know what our foreign no more is? It's the ancestral revival that Lot tried to have to save his family. This story is way too graphic. But when you have heaven in your hand and hell in your heart, you'll hide in a cave and give birth to Moab and Ammon. What are we breeding into our churches today? You know who the God of Moab was? Chemosh, who was partnered with Astarte, the goddess of war and immoral sexual behavior. Whose island is in the news? Oh, 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 okay. Goddess of war, Antifa, and immoral sexual behavior. What about Amnon? Amnon's God was Molech where they sacrificed and trafficked little babies and drowned them. Are you hearing me yet? Pentecost, you better hear this preacher. There's a danger to heaven in your hand and hell in your heart. We're praying. Well, we need to protect what we have. I mean, you know, it's not safe to go on outreach. Don't pray for nobody. Don't go on the altar. We're blessed enough to stay at home and eat, but not blessed enough to reach the world. Oh, God. You won't go to church, but you went to Walmart, and you went to Home Depot, and you fixed your car, and you fixed your house. Listen, if you've stayed home every single day, you're the first person I met. God forgive us. Go to, go to work, but can't come to church. You have hell in your heart. I'm telling you, you got hell in your heart. It's been a long time since a red-faced preacher has told you, I'm talking to everybody in this house. I'm talking to my wife and my three boys. You better get the hell out of here. Lot, get to the mountain. No, he said, I pray thee. Some of us, I heard, I was told by a hero of mine. I'm going to be very careful. I don't want to touch the sacred. I like this from home and we don't have to get together. I hope it stays like this. Oh, my God. You don't want to climb what will save you? Or above all else. I must be saved. For a Bible helps. 
I don't want to go to the mountain. That's just it. It's not that you can, it's that you don't want to. There's evil in the mountain and I will die. No, there's evil in Sodom. And there's evil in the cave you're trying to hide in. I'm preaching to young people and I'm done. Could you imagine being the daughters of Lot? I'm sorry if this is too graphic for you, but hell's going to be real graphic. Oh. You know what I'm scared of, Pastor? Is that some of our kids are going to give birth to the arcade dysfunction. Are we raising a generation in Pentecost that has ancestral revival in her womb? You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. We're more worried about our re retirement than we are about revival. When did that happen to the apostolic church? I'm preaching to some young people. You can hold on tonight and let go at the same time. This is what God's doing tonight. I want you men to grab that his left hand. Let me have your other hand. This is where Pentecost is. Come on. Come on, my bride. I'm an angel sent from God to give you revival. I'm the answer to every prayer you prayed your whole life. Come on. Come on. Come on, Pentecost. Come on. Heaven in your hand. You can do it. You can make it. Now go get another one. And some compelling them, getting them out, snatching them out of the fire. Come on, young preacher. Come on, young man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Now go get another one. Heaven in your hand. You may have been an addict and you never had a daddy, but tonight, heaven, 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 heaven. This is where you're at. You know why you're struggling to pray? Because you got hell in your heart. But tonight, heaven is in your hand. Hold on while you let go of your past. Let go of the shame, young lady. Let go of the abuse, young lady. But hold on to heaven. Forgetting those things 
which are behind me, I press for the mark. I may lose a couple breaths. If I gotta crawl, I'm gonna get there. Heaven in my head. But hell. Your grip ought to get tighter with him, but let him go. Come on, there ought to be a roar. You've learned how to pray without praying. You've learned how to go to church and not be the church. You've got heaven by the hand. Young preacher, you better hear me. Don't take it for granted. You've got heaven by your hand, but hell is after your heart. I'm done with this. I don't have time to read all of 1132. Who through faith, 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 unfe, unfe, what? Un Dios. One faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of aliens. Women received their dead, raised alive again. Others were tortured, not accepted deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Trials of cruel mocking and scourgings, bonds and imprisonment, stones sawn asunder, tempted, slain with a sword, wandered in sheepskins and goatskins. Here it is. Are you ready? 2020 Pentecost, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. That's what you were born into. Here it is. Of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts, in mountains, dens, and caves. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. Pastor Archer, can we say they had a good report but never had the Holy Ghost like we do? Having not received the promise, God having provided something greater for us. Here it is. Hear me. Everybody listen. Why don't you listen? We're going to pray. Don't worry. It's going to happen. That they, without us, should not be made perfect. Are you going to read Paul's testimony tonight? Are you going to be the first apostolic to ruin the account of Stephen whose face shone while they stoned him? Are you going to... 
Their testimony is not complete without us. Who's the us? Heaven in your hand, but hell. Are you going to wreck Timothy and John Mark? Oh, God. Come on, somebody. Are you going to ruin Acts chapter 2? Because you played it safe and you ruined the entire testimony of the book of Acts? That's about right. We, we ought to be crying out right now. I've never seen more talent and ability and conferences and preaching, but I've never seen the church so cold. We become sterilized because of the hell in our heart. We're praying all over this house. Come on, young preacher. Don't preach till you've taught a Bible study. Get hell out of your heart. Get hell out of your heart. Throw away them preacher shirts and them preacher clothes and that preacher voice and learn how to pray until hell rattles. Come on. Come on. Come on, young people. You're going to build the churches. You're going to push missions. You're the pillars of the church. You're going to make the money. You've got heaven by the hand tonight, so let go of the world. Come on, there's a tug of war in the cosmos tonight. God's calling people. We just want you. Come on, Bubba. Get up here. Come on, we can make it. I don't care what my past looks like. Don't ever quit, bub. I'm not trying to embarrass you, but this is the tug of war and mercy. Come on, come on, come out of sin. Come out of dysfunction. Come out of immorality. Lift your hands and love it. He just won the tug of war. There it is. I'm coming off the sideline. Go pray, pray. Come on, you got heaven by the hand. Turn hell loose. Heaven's pulling on you. We just want you. Pull them out of fire. Just want you. Just want you. Just want you.